0: Welcome back to Magic Woods. This story is called The Abominable Snow Cat. So Bunny was very sad for many months after Pinky disappeared. She couldn't seem to find happiness anywhere. And at last she said, I think I need a little time alone to process my feelings. Kitty said, alone, meow me? You mean like with no one with you? Bunny said, yes, kitty, that's what alone means. Oh. Bunny said, I was thinking of going to that weird little cabin that we found, that abandoned cabin in the woods of Encore that we found last summer, and just spending a few days alone up there, by myself. And Murr said, Beware the abominable snow cat. Legend says it prowls the forests of Encore looking for blood. Bunny said, Oh, Murr, that's just a legend. Murr said, Well, still, there's some that believe it might be real. The Crisscross Daily News is even offering a $427 reward for anyone who gets a photograph of the elusive beast. Bunny said, hmm, then I'll have to bring my camera with me. So on a sunny January morning, when the snow was deep and the skies were clear, Bunny put on some snowshoes and headed out. Her backpack contained all the things she thought she'd need for her sojourn. Some paints and paper and a camera, rolls of film, a notebook for jotting down song ideas, Herbal soap, a couple of inspirational books, and several packets of dried fruit and vegetables. So she trudged through the snowy fields south of Crisscross Applesauce and crossed the frozen Everdusk River and entered the mysterious woodland realm on the other side. Just being outside, exercising in the snow, made her feel a little bit better already. Well, it took most of the day for her to reach the wooded hill country where the cabin stood a wild, mostly unexplored region called Uncor. And the sky clouded over and it began to snow. And Once or twice, Bunny thought she heard something behind her walking in the snow. But whenever she turned around to look, she just saw falling snow and silent trees. Hmm. Still, she couldn't shake the feeling that she was being followed. So she went a little bit faster by evening, the snow was falling heavily, and she couldn't see more than a foot or two in front of her. She realized that she could pass right by the cabin and not even see it. It was possible she might freeze to death on this lonely hillside. But she lowered her head and pressed on through the storm. She said, the cabin's at the top of the hill. I know it is. I just gotta keep going. I can't give up. Then she heard a stick break behind her. And she turned around and looked and caught a glimpse of two glowing cat eyes staring at her in the darkness. And then they disappeared behind a tree. And then Bunny just ran blindly up the hill as fast as she could through the swirling snowflakes. Oh no! And then at last she saw the cabin. Except it wasn't an abandoned cabin. There was a candle burning in the window and smoke rising from the chimney. Someone was already staying there. Another twig broke behind her, and Bunny suddenly didn't care if she was trespassing. She ran right up to the cabin, opened the door, ran inside, and slammed the door shut. (sighs) Phew. The inside of the cabin was cozy and peaceful. There was a little fire burning in the fireplace, and she could smell dried herbs and wood smoke and tea. And she said, Hello, is anyone here? And then there was a splash in another room. Psh! And a raspy female voice said, What? Who's there? Bunny said, I'm a lonely traveler, and I came in seeking shelter from the storm. There was a brief silence, followed by another little splash, and then more silence, and then clicking footsteps, like something with sharp claws was walking across a tile floor. Bunny held her breath, wondering what was going to come around the corner, and she was pretty surprised when she saw what it was. It was a Tyrannosaurus Rex. (gasps) But it was a small tyrannosaurus rex, only about as tall as Bunny was, and it was very old. Bunny knew it must be a slurkworm, one of the bloodthirsty swamp dinosaurs she had heard so much about. But this swamp dinosaur didn't seem bloodthirsty or evil. It wore a fancy green bathrobe and a golden crown, and around its neck hung a sparkling blue space crystal on a silver chain. And the old tyrannosaurus looked at Bunny and said, "'Who are you?' Bunny said, oh, and she bowed low and said, I- I'm sorry for barging in, your majesty. The tyrannosaur said, majesty, how do you know that I'm a queen? Bunny said, um, there's a golden crown on your head? And the queen went, what? Oh, and she laughed and said, goodness me, sometimes I forget to take that off, even in the bath. Yes, I am a queen. I am Queen Dinah, the ruler of Everdusk, Uncor, and all the lands in between. And what did you say your name was, dear? "'Bunny Rainflower, if it pleases your majesty.' "'And where do you come from?' "'Bunny said, "'Well, I I come from a mountain called Yesterday's Macaroni, "'but right now I'm a college student in Crisscross Applesauce, "'which is a mountain not far from here.' "'And the queen said, "'You mean that, that big green mountain to the northwest?' "'Bunny said, "'Yes, that's the one. "'Teddy bears live inside that mountain?' "'Bunny said, "'Yeah, but we don't call ourselves teddy bears.' Queen Dinah said, I never knew that anything lived inside that mountain. That's amazing, truly. And then she looked at Bunny and said, but what are you doing here then? Bunny said, sorry, I, I didn't mean to trespass. We found this place last summer and I thought it was abandoned. And the queen said, well, that's okay. Most of the time it is abandoned. This is the royal getaway cabin. I come here occasionally when I need some time alone. Bunny said, yes. Yes. I mean, yes, that's why I'm here, too. I needed some time alone. The queen said, well, you're more than welcome to be alone with me for tonight. And then in the morning, if the storm lets up, I'm heading back to my castle. This is my last night here for the winter, or maybe my last night here ever. I'm no spring chicken, you know. Bunny said, oh, I'm sure you'll be with us for a long time. The queen said, well, you're more than welcome to stay here after I leave. For tonight, why don't you let me... "'Serve you dinner. Just pull up a chair and relax.' Bunny said, "'A queen? Serve me. Shouldn't it be the other way around?' And Queen Dinah said, "'No, no, no. Not up here. People serve me all the time in my regular life. They make my meals and trim my cloths and wash my clothes, take my crown on and off, wash the important parts. Pretty much everything. So for me, serving someone else would be a welcome break.' Bunny said, "Uh, "'Okay, then. Uh, What shall we have for dinner?' And the queen said, Um, you're a vegetarian, I suppose? And Bunny could see the sharp edges of Queen Dinah's teeth. And Bunny said, Uh, yes? Hmm, well, there's bread in the kitchen. Bunny said, Well, I brought some dried vegetables. Maybe we could have vegetable soup and bread. And the queen said, Excellent idea. And Bunny said, And I'll help you. So they made soup together, and then they ate dinner together, and then they washed the dishes together. And they got along very well. Bunny told Queen Dinah all about her fun times with her friends, especially Pinky. And Queen Dinah, in turn, told Bunny about the royal family. She had a hot-tempered son named Ka-Rex and a gentle grandson named Tyro. She said, oh, I love little Tyro, but my son, Ka-Rex. She shook her head sadly, not finishing. Bunny said, what? Well, he wants me to hurry up and die. Bunny said, what? No. Yes, he's eager to become king. Bunny said, oh, I'm so sorry. That must be really hard for you. It is, the queen agreed, staring into the darkness of her elderberry tea. It is. Well, they sat in silence a while, listening to the crackle of the fire. And the queen's necklace flashed in the flickering light. And Bunny said, that's a pretty necklace, your majesty. (gasps) Ah! The queen reached up with her little claws and tried to cover the necklace, and she went, "'Oh, no, I forgot I was wearing that.'" Bunny said, "'What's wrong? Nobody is supposed to know about this crystal.'" Bunny said, "'Oh, I'm so sorry. I I promise I won't tell anyone.'" The queen said, "'It's a magic wishing crystal. Every ruler of Everdusk has worn it, and legend says it can only be used once to save our kingdom if it's in great danger.'" And when I die, which will be soon, I'm sure, I will have to pass it on to my son, Ka-Rex. And then she smiled and said, Congratulations, you're now the only one besides me and little Tyro. Who knows about the crystal? Even Ka-Rex doesn't know yet. Bunny said, I promise I'll keep it a secret. And the queen looked at Bunny closely for a moment, and then she said, I believe you. A log popped in the fireplace and the fire was slowly dying. Bunny said, is there more wood? The queen said, yes, outside, behind the cabin. And she started to get up, and Bunny said, no, 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 you stay here, I'll go and get the wood. You're in no condition to be traipsing about in a snowstorm. The queen sat back down, thank you. So Bunny put on her coat and stepped outside. The wind blew wildly and snow whipped in circles all around her, she could barely see anything. She noticed cat-like paw prints in the snow all around the cabin, and then she saw claw marks on a tree. Oh no. Her heart raced fast, but she headed for the woodpile anyways. She and the queen needed firewood, or they would freeze to death. So she went behind the cabin and brushed snow off the top of the woodpile, and then she piled logs into her arms. One, two, three... But then she noticed two cat eyes glowing in the darkness, staring at her from a tree. Ah! And she clutched the armful of logs and ran around to the front of the cabin and burst through the front door and slammed it shut. And Dinah said, what's wrong? Bunny said, there's something out there. A creature with cat-like eyes. Oh, the queen said, there are legends up here about the Yakima. Bunny said, the what? The Yakima. It roughly translates to the bloodthirsty mountain cat who likes to rip you to pieces while the lovely snowflakes are falling. Bunny went, the abominable snow cat. I guess it is real. And then a dark shape scurried past the window, and the queen and bunny went, ah! And then they ran upstairs and hid in a bedroom. They cuddled together under a quilt, afraid for their lives. And downstairs, the fire slowly died. And outside, the storm raged and wild winds whipped at the eaves. Around midnight, just as the storm reached the height of its fury, they heard a window break downstairs. And then they heard something crawl through the window and go into the kitchen and start rummaging through the bags of food. Dinah reached under the bed and pulled out a heavy antique sword. Ugh, She could barely hold it steady in her tiny forearms. And Bunny said, what are you doing? Dinah said, I'll go and slay this beast if I can. And if I can't, well, it's a good way for a dinosaur queen to exit this world. Bunny said, here. And she took the sword away from the queen and said, let me do it. Your people need you around for a while yet. I've faced worse threats than the abominable snowcat, believe me. And if I'm lucky, maybe I'll even get a picture of it." The queen said, what? So Bunny crept down the stairs with the sword and the camera. She could hear the beast rummaging through bags in the kitchen. So she threw open the kitchen door and snapped a picture. And the flash of the camera blinded the beast for a moment. And then it jumped behind a table. Then Bunny put the camera down and held the sword steady with both of her hands. I mean, both of her paws. And she said, "'I don't know if you can understand me, Cat, but you need to get out of here.'" Something about the beast sounded familiar. Bunny said, "'Kitty, is that you?' "'Meow, no, Meowmy, I mean meow.'" Bunny said, "'Kitty, I can tell it's you. Come out where I can see you.'" So Kitty stood up and smiled sheepishly. She said, uh, "'Hi, Meowmy, how you doing?' Bunny didn't lower the sword. She said, Kitty, what are you doing up here? Kitty said, "Okay, look, me, I just, I was worried that something would happen to you if you went alone out here, because it's dangerous. I didn't want you to disappear like Doggy or Pinky did or Girl Monkey. Bunny said, oh, Kitty, I can take care of myself, you know. Kitty said, sorry, me. do you want me to go home now? Bunny said, no, it's a raging blizzard outside. Stay here for the night and you can go home in the morning. You can go home with my new friend, Queen Dinah. She's leaving tomorrow. Kitty flattened her ears suspiciously and said, A queen, Meowmy? Me? Bunny said, Yes, a queen. Is she beautiful, Meow me? Well, I guess she's pretty regal looking, Kitty went, Punny said. And she's a tyrannosaurus rex, and she's like a hundred years old. Kitty said, What? Oh, honestly, Kitty, you have to trust me that I wouldn't leave you for a queen. Kitty said, Well, what about a princess? No. What about a duchess? Kitty, okay, okay, Meow me, let's go meet this queen of yours. They got the fire going again and spent the rest of the night in the cabin. Kitty and Queen Dinah actually got along very well. Dinah noticed Kitty's amulet and said, I feel like I've seen that somewhere before. Kitty said, "Ah, uh, it's my good luck charm. Dinah shrugged. I could be wrong. When you've lived as long as I have, sometimes memories get blurred or buried. And the snowstorm ended early the next day. Kitty and the Queen put on snowshoes, and they headed down the mountain together. Bunny called after them. She said, I'll be back in a few days. Don't worry. Then she closed the door and went, alone at last. And she took out some paints and paper and started painting her feelings. Well, Kitty and Queen Dinah talked the whole way down the mountain. They chatted about history and legends, including the lost crowns. And they theorized about what happened to those who disappeared. Dinah told Kitty that she was welcome to visit Mandatory Potluck, the capital of Everdusk, where the swamp dinosaurs lived, whenever she wanted to. She said, "'We have an extraordinary library in my castle full of ancient and forbidden texts that might answer some of your questions about the lost crowns. And you can stay with me in the castle for as long as you wish.' Kitty said, "'Thank you, Mewmy. I'll bring my friend Doggy with me.' "'Excellent!' Visit us in the spring sometime after the snow melts. Kitty said, I will. And then they said goodbye to each other. Well, Bunny returned to Crisscross Applesauce about a week later. She seemed happier after her time alone in the woods. She could laugh and smile again, although she still got a faraway look in her eyes whenever someone mentioned Pinky. And she still spent a lot of time alone, usually in the school darkroom where she developed photos she had taken. She burst into laughter when she saw the picture she had taken of Kitty. It was not a flattering photograph. Kitty had one eye squeezed shut, and her paw looked misshapen and huge inside a bag of oats, and her mouth hung open weirdly. Mm. Bunny said, oh, I'd better give this to the newspaper. And the crisscross Daily News published the photograph on their front page and gave Bunny the prize money. And the headline read, Mystery of the Abominable Snow Cat Solved! Kitty was so embarrassed when she looked at the newspaper, she went, "'Ah, look at me, Meow-me. I look like a buffoon.'" Doggy said, "'Hmm, that's right, you do. The abominable buffoon.'" Bunny laughed and said, "'Kitty, you really terrified me that night. I really thought you were an abominable snowcat. Sorry, Meow-me. I saw your creepy glowing eyes and your footprints and those claw marks you made on that tree.'" Kitty said, "'What? What are you talking about? I didn't claw any trees.'" Well, that's the end of the story, the abominable snowcat. The next story is called The City of the Swamp Dinosaurs. Goodbye.